Today is November 21st, 2022, and Elon Musk reinstates Donald Trump and Project Veritas and other patriots this weekend. Liberals have a DEFCON 9 nuclear meltdown over the news. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. We are back, baby, and Elon Musk has brought us there, the African-American Moses, the digital Moses of our time, liberating our people and charting a path through the desert of censorship. We will start the show by stating, God bless Elon Musk. Holy smokes, man. We were never prepared for what happened this weekend. You know that we have been talking about people on this program. For instance, ALX, the executive producer of this program, he was wrongfully banned on Twitter many, many years ago. It seems so long ago. It was 88 years ago since ALX had his beautiful red avatar up on Twitter, since Donald Trump was able to wreak havoc on the political world, since Project Veritas was able to spread truth, and since the Babylon Bee was able to spread humor and hilarity through their incredible comedy, journalism. What's the difference these days? It's all the same. They're the same thing. The It's like the timeline between the Babylon Bee headline being correct and correctly predicting what's going to happen in the real world is about six months. Every Babylon Bee headline comes true in six months. And they were banned from Twitter along with James Lindsay and a bunch of other people. And what happened this weekend will be seen as the most significant and important step ever taken in the digital realm by the chief of a social media company. Again, the richest African-American and the first African-American to own a major social media company, Elon Musk, has liberated Donald Trump and the world rejoiced. Here's the news, ladies and gentlemen. Former President Donald Trump is back on Twitter. New Twitter CEO Elon Musk is reversing the ban that kept the former president off the social media site shortly after the 2021 January 6th riot. Musk made the announcement after conducting a poll on Twitter asking users if the former president should be allowed back. So far, there are no new tweets from Trump. Hmm. So far, there are no new tweets from Donald Trump, but his account is entirely restored, including the old memes, including the old tweets, including Donald Trump saying, I've never seen a thin person drinking Diet Coke, <laughs> which makes no sense because Donald Trump himself drinks a lot of Diet Coke. We saw him drink like four or five of them on his plane just the other weekend. And so Donald Trump is back, baby. He has not yet tweeted. So what is happening now? Well, it seems as though the balance of the universe has been restored on Twitter. The balance of the universe restored through a poll. Here's the poll that Elon Musk conducted. He said, should we bring back Trump? And this isn't Maricopa County. So we were able to get real results in real time, and Donald Trump won that poll pretty handily, four points right there. There's over 15 million people voted in this poll. To put that in context, that's more people than voted in the state of New York in the 2020 presidential election. That's more people than voted in the state of Florida in the 2020 presidential election. That's damn near as many people as voted in the state of California in the 2020 presidential election. So Elon Musk polls are getting essentially statewide vote tally numbers on Twitter. And then he said in a follow-up tweet, the people have spoken. Trump will be reinstated. Vox Populi, Vox Dei, which is old Latin for the people have spoken and so it shall be done. The final vote appears that, again, because Maricopa County is not 
counting the votes, Donald Trump is restored now on Twitter. Trump reacted to this uh, live on, uh, you know, live on video during a uh, Republican Jewish coalition conference. Uh, uh, Trump essentially saying, uh, well, he's really happy to be back. Mr. President, I want to pivot a little bit to uh, current events as in happening in real time. I don't know if you've been following. Uh, Twitter is blowing up today. Elon Musk posted a poll uh, that had over 13 million respondents so far asking whether or not you should be reinstated uh, on on Twitter. Uh, my question to you is, what do you think about uh, Elon Musk buying Twitter? And if you are reinstated, will we see you back on Twitter again? Well, I like that he bought it. I've always liked him. I got along with him very well uh, during my days as president, and I got to know him pretty well. Uh, but I do like him. I've, I've always really... You know, he's a, he's a character, and uh, I tend to like characters, but he's smart. Uh, he did put up a poll, and I hear it's very overwhelming, very strong. But I have something called Trump. If you look, it's Trump-owned, but it's, uh, it's really fantastic. Truth Social. And Truth Social uh, is, is through the roof. It's doing phenomenally well. The press hates to talk about it, but it's doing phenomenally well. I think engagement is much better than it is with Twitter. And it's uh, taking care of voices that really want to be taken care of and really smart voices, brilliant voices. So Donald Trump back on Twitter. Will Donald Trump be tweeting? Well, as of right now, he has not tweeted to his 88 million followers. Check it out. In a matter of seconds, Donald Trump overtook, overtook Joe Biden in follower counts. Donald Trump on Truth Social promoting this Obviously, Donald Trump will come back to Twitter. We have no doubt. Donald Trump will not be able to keep his thumbs away from that sweet iPhone and away from that Twitter account. Even Elon Musk is tempting him. But the biggest temptation for Donald Trump, who did promote the poll, you can see there. This is Donald Trump on Truth Social, where he has a couple million followers. He says, votes now with positivity. Don't worry, we aren't going anywhere. Yeah, right. We don't believe it. Donald Trump regained his followers. Now, I believe that these followers were the ones who had followed. These weren't like active new followers. Donald Trump didn't start with zero. Uh, ALX, who is our Twitter savant at this company, even though he was wrongfully kicked off the platform, uh, informs me that these are this is approximately the follower count that Donald Trump had when he was removed from the platform, uh, thus doubling Joe Biden's most popular president, 81 million vote getter Joe Biden, uh, in a matter of minutes, in a matter of hours, Donald Donald Trump double the following of Joe Biden on Twitter. Will Donald Trump be able to resist? Will Donald Trump be able to resist? Even Elon Musk is tempting Donald Trump with memes like this. Elon Musk uh, essentially stating that Donald Trump will come back. He posted this Family Guy meme of a uh, of a. Uh, we got the family guy meme. There you go. Donald Trump and his reinstated Twitter account. <laughs> Looking. Come, come on. Come on. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. No, I can't do it. Uh, Elon Musk also posting a somewhat non-family friendly meme of a priest praying while a, uh, I guess, a prostitute stands in the corner. <laughs> We're not going to put that one up on the show, but it's up on our social media. You guys can see it. It's great. So Elon Musk is now tempting Donald Trump to come back to Twitter, and this makes perfect sense. 
This makes perfect sense from Elon Musk's standpoint. Because Elon Musk is not a partisan garbage Marxist apparatchik, somebody who works for the corporate DNC, because Elon Musk is a business owner, because he doesn't care about trying to reprogram our constitution, of course you want to have Donald Trump and his 88 million followers back on Twitter. How does Twitter monetize things? Twitter monetizes through monetizable active users. That's how every platform monetizes. How many people are on your platform? What Twitter had done over the course of the last two years is witheringly reduce the number of real content creators on that site by an extraordinary number. And they did it through political manipulation, through Marxist censorship tactics, and Elon Musk has now gotten rid of those people. Elon Musk is trying to make it a profitable platform. Apparently, only 2,500 Twitter employees remain of the 7,000 or more Twitter employees that were at the bloated failing company. How exactly do you keep a company going that loses millions of dollars every single quarter? How do you do it? The question remains. Elon Musk is trying to make this work, and I think he will. Elon Musk launched a spaceship company that is wildly successful called Space. Elon Musk launched a electric car company that is wildly successful. Do you think like designing the world's first commercial electric car or designing the world's first rocket ship that lands by itself is somehow harder than going through and firing the woke lefties seething into their soy lattes with salty, salty tears every single day? No, it is not. Welcome to the all-important election month of November, ladies and gentlemen. What do people care about in this month? Well, polling shows that 7 out of 10 Americans think that inflation is the number one issue in America right now, and they are correct. Politicians are always talking about kitchen table issues. Well, what's on your kitchen table? Groceries. How's your grocery bill doing? How about the gas to get those groceries? How's your gas prices where you live? Inflation is rampant, and it's insane, and it's only caused by one thing, the communists in Washington, D.C. spending too much money. That is why my family hedges against the withering effects of inflation on our savings by investing in gold. We invest in gold with our dear friends at Birch Gold. They have helped us protect our savings from 40-year high inflation. Text Benny to 989898 for your free info kit on diversifying into gold. Plus, when you do this by the end of the month, by Black Friday, you'll get a free gold bar with each purchase. Man, it's nice to open up my security deposit box and see those gold bars glistening. See something that Joe Biden cannot destroy. Ladies and gentlemen, I went gold and I'll never go back. Go gold today. Invest in something of real value with my friends at Birch Gold. Text Benny to 989898. This is going to be child's play for Elon Musk. And what he's doing is he's bringing back the people who made the platform fun again. That's why we encourage you to get on Twitter. Come back on Twitter. We can't believe we're saying it because we've been so angry at Twitter over the last couple of years. Twitter has personally attacked this show and the people who work at it. But we are now saying get back on Twitter. Elon Musk's new management has been wildly effective and extremely exciting to watch. Elon Musk, of course, bringing Trump back inspired memes, and Elon Musk has been sharing and responding to those memes with regularity. Elon Musk uh, essentially uh, – uh, 
going bananas on his own platform. Like you'd think he would be maybe restraining himself or like sitting back and doing this ponderous Buddhist monk kind of thing that Jack Dorsey did. Hell no. Elon Musk is here for fun. Make a Twitter maximum fun is what Elon Musk said. And he responded to this meme. This weekend, with a couple of flames on emojis, we thought this was probably the best meme he promoted this weekend. Elon Musk promoted lots of memes, but this was our favorite mixing sort of the FIFA world and the bringing back Donald Trump world together in getting this work of art. Check this out. You're going to get sick of winning, they said. You're going to get sick of winning. And we certainly are not sick of winning on this show. ALX also reinstated after multiple accounts, including ours, were tweeting that Elon Musk must reinstate ALX next. And he certainly did. ALX is back, baby. ALX's account back up. And he is absolutely blazing through the followers. ALX will almost be at 200,000 followers right Right now, we think his uh, uh, we think this is absolute restitution. ALX had his account reinstated. ALX is back, ladies and gentlemen, along with Project Veritas. Our wonderful friends over at James O'Keefe's operation, Project Veritas, is back as well. Project Veritas, of course, was banned for simply doing the job that journalists are supposed to do on Twitter, exposing the powerful, using the tactics of journalism to expose places like Twitter, actually, for being complete garbage pits. That is what they did with the Twitter employees that they catfished. Of course, if a uh, listen, if if you're a four foot tall Twitter engineer and you're smelly and you're hairy and a like 10 walks in and she wants to take you out to dinner. Uh, uh, young man, that that's pro that's Project Verity. That's James O'Keefe. OK, that's that's not that's not your best day ever. That's just James O'Keefe recording you. And James O'Keefe was able to capture moments like this from Twitter executives calling Elon Musk essentially an Asperger's child. Watch. Asperger's. Yeah, yeah, I know that. So he's special. Your special needs, you're literally special needs. So I can't even take what you're saying seriously. Targeting of tweets. Wait, 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 wait. You can read it. Let me see. And how to protect yourself. Groups like Project Veritas are active right now. What is that? It's like some group that's trying to just out the employees. Like they're trying to go on dates with them like this and record them and then go sell it to the New York Times and say this is what the Twitter employee just said. This is what's really happening. This is what they're telling us to not do. You're lucky that you met me organically because I would be questioning everything about you.
Uh-huh, you're lucky that you remember your organic I'm so smart, I work at Twitter, okay? Elon Musk has Asperger's. They're definitely not recording me right now. That little, that shiny button you have right there on your jacket, that's not a camera, right? The one with the blinking red light, that's not a camera, right? It's not James O'Keefe, is it? <laughs> These are the people running Twitter. We dance upon their communist graves. Project Veritas has been reinstated, according to the post-millennial. Twitter on Sunday after Twitter CEO Elon Musk unbanned several high-profile users, Donald Trump, Jordan Peterson, Kathy Griffin, uh, Christian satire site The Babylon Bee, Alex LaRusso, who was recently reinstated on Twitter, posted the news of his return. Project Veritas has was suspended in 2021 after they released a video showing Facebook Vice President Guy Rosen admitting that the social media platform freezes comment sections on posts where they suspect but have not necessarily confirmed hate speech is taking place. There you go. And this is it, ladies and gentlemen. This is really the crux of the matter right now as it pertains to Twitter and as it pertains to the universe of social media. Because as Twitter goes, so goes the rest of social media. Twitter is often, uh, to pardon the pun, the canary in the coal mine. It is the place, the bird, that sings the siren song for the rest of social media to march onward. Twitter censors first. Twitter deplatforms first. Twitter got rid of Alex Jones first. Twitter is always the Pied Piper, that is whistling Dixie and going straight in on Marxist censorship, and then everyone else follows along. Twitter was supposed to be an owned space by the left, and if you believe Darren Beatty, an owned space by our intel agencies as well in order to manufacture false consent. And that is precisely what Twitter did. They deboosted content like mine. They never kicked me off the platform, but they certainly made it impossible to search for guys like me to find my content. To find the content of our team members here, they made sure that they manufactured fake consent around leftist hashtags, around leftist officials. Why is it that when Twitter announced its sale to Elon Musk, Barack Obama suddenly lost 500,000 followers in an hour? How exactly does that happen? Does 500,000 people leave Twitter? No, don't think so. Elon Musk hadn't even taken over yet. It's that they had been caught boosting leftist accounts and deplatforming or deboosting accounts like mine in order to create a fake world. It is precisely the reason why we have Twitter in the first place, and that's what's so perverse about this, and why we're spending, spending so much time talking about this, is the reason that social media exists was because Americans were sick of the monopoly of the three media organizations that used to control everything. Why do we even have social media? Why are you watching this on a YouTube or a Facebook or a Rumble or a Twitter? or a Twitch. We have these platforms because people couldn't trust the linear and terrestrial news outlets of the past. CBS, NBC News, and ABC News were the only news outlets that existed when I was born. That's it. That's it. You could, I guess you could get it from a paper as well, but newspaper readership was already collapsing when I was born, and so people were tuning to their televisions as they had for the last hundred years nearly to listen to all three networks do what? Instigate propaganda, and we had no way to fact check that. We had no way to have an alternative. Rush Limbaugh created the alternative through talk radio, but not as effective as a medium as free television in your house every single night. 
We're very proud of our growing company here at The Benny Show. We're very proud of our growing audience. And for that, we have you to thank the listener. But we wouldn't be able to do this show without the technology that backs the show up. And the most important piece of technology is our cell phones. It keeps a news show like ours up and online. It keeps our team of 15 people connected in and out during this crazy news era and certainly during our live broadcast. And so that is why we trust Pure Talk to keep us connected and to keep us in the black as a company because Pure Talk allows us to run a smooth operation, a connected operation, and a quick operation at The Benny Show. There's literally no reason to pay for AT&T or T-Mobile or Verizon, 80 bucks a month. Switch to Pure Talk for half the price. Blazing fast data at 30 bucks a month. We use it at The Benny Show and you should too. Pure Talk wants to keep the customer happy and Pure Talk loves America. It's a company that's founded by a U.S. veteran and they create jobs here in America. It's a company that supports me and my values. I invite you to switch to Pure Talk just like our company did. It'll take you as little as 10 minutes. Show corporate America that you're done funding leftist policies. Go to puretalk.com and enter the promo code Benny to save 50% off your first month. Again, puretalk.com, promo code Benny to make the switch to Pure Talk. Fox News, of course, was born out of people's mistrust of the cable networks, and that was duly and rightfully based because just moments later, Fox News's creation, I think, was in the late 90s, 1999. And then a few years later, we learned that Dan Rather had been lying to us, fabricating documents to malign George W. Bush, taking those documents to press, even though it's not possible that they could have ever been typed or, or, or real. I mean, there's a clown show, clown world. But I grew up trusting that dude. That's how wild this change has been in my lifetime. It is the collapse of the faith in that system that has led to social media and the production of shows like this one and the audience for shows like this one. Because we give you, of course, real and vetted facts every single day. We give them to you in an entertaining way. And we also give you an alternative to what is being corporately pushed out bilge. That that is the reason for The Daily Wire. That is the reason for Tucker Carlson's show. That is the reason for Charlie Kirk's show. That is the reason for us. We would never exist if these people had done their jobs. And social media platforms, there wouldn't be a desire to be on them. But people have no faith in the corporate media structure. And that corporate media structure, of course, deserves no faith. They have been proven to be entirely and totally corrupt. And so that's how fast things changed in my lifetime. And so now with Donald Trump back on the platform, liberals are melting down. Liberals are losing their minds. Uh, just a few moments ago, Adam Kinzinger was sobbing on air and weeping uh, about Donald Trump's return to Twitter. And we want I want to ask why. I want to ask why. The answer is the reason why they're weeping about Donald Trump's return is because now they can no longer have end-to-end -end control. See, when there was a free internet, there used to be very easy ways for accounts like ours to grow. But then we realized, the powers that be realized, that this was going to reduce their power. This was certainly a liability to have free and open and fair conversations. It reduced their control of the system. And so they went about creating control over places that used to be 
free content platforms like Twitter, like Facebook, like Instagram, and then they essentially put chains on all of the accounts of the creators that they don't control. They chained our accounts up, they created false consensus, and then they began to manipulate those accounts through bots, through government agencies that run bot farms. That really does happen on Twitter. Elon Musk said that the majority of the pollsters that asked uh, and voted no to Donald Trump's reinstatement on Twitter were bots. And this was probably a big phishing expedition in order to get those bot accounts and in order to ban those bot accounts. They aren't real users. They're created by the government and created to manufacture consent. And so we have here a situation where Elon Musk is essentially just returning Twitter to Twitter of 2015. He's just rewinding the clock back to before government entities grabbed hold of the reins and before political activism grabbed hold of the reins of these free social media networks that were always set up in order to be a populist open forum for people to discuss and describe ideas. And that's it. That was a pressure release valve in democracy. And you need those, actually. It makes for a more peaceful society when you have pressure release valves. That's what democracy is. The way that you get things so pent up and the way that people lose their minds and behave badly in society is when they don't feel like there's any other alternative. What Elon Musk is doing is the most important work that anyone has ever done in my lifetime in order to release the pressure in our society. It is good to have a platform that is free and that allows you to speak. And that is why they're losing their minds right now about Donald Trump. They're losing their minds because there was a manufactured, just like they used to do in the old world, in the old time of three different networks telling me what I can and cannot believe, they manufactured a consensus around Trump that he created an insurrection. We're going to debunk that right now. This is why Adam Kinzinger is on tape sobbing and crying about Donald Trump's reinstatement. Watch. Much for joining us. So Trump was taken off Twitter in the first place for inciting the violent insurrection against the Capitol. You're a member of the committee investigating the insurrection. What do you make of Elon Musk reinstating Donald Trump? Well, look, I mean, I, I get that people are on all sides of this debate. The fact that he did it with a poll of which, you know, however many percent of those could have been bots that aren't real people voting in that. Uh, secondarily, I don't know if, you know, that decision should be made by some poll. I mean, what happened, I, if remember specifically when this was all done, so not only was he lighting and accelerating the fire on January 6th, also before January 6th with his conspiracies, at the end of the day, he said, this is what you get when a victory is so unceremoniously basically taken away from the American people. So not only when it was done, did he have any remorse? He said, well, of course you guys had an insurrection because that's what you get when you steal an election. I mean, I remember seeing that specific tweet and, and just uh, being outraged at how after all this is done, can you still do that? And so now this idea that he's going to come on and be reformed, everybody knows he won't. And by the way, I'll say as a quick aside, the person probably the most upset today is Devin Nunes, because this is going to tank Truth Social if he does, in fact, leave. So Adam Kinzinger there holding back tears as much as he can, got a little stockings in the background. He's got his himself some molten tears that he's trying not to weep on air about. 
But you held. But you you held. You did. You won. <laughs> Saying that Donald Trump incited a violent insurrection. What's weird about having Donald Trump back on Twitter is this. You can actually see his last tweets. Donald Trump, of course, tweeting this while he is essentially still on stage at the January 6th uh, event. Ladies and gentlemen, Donald Trump's tweets, actually his real tweets, debunk the narrative that Donald Trump inspired a deadly uh, insurrection. By the way, the only person to die on the Capitol at the Capitol that day uh, being a Donald Trump supporter and a veteran whose name was Ashley Babbitt who was killed merciless, like w w without without mercy or warning uh, by a Capitol police officer who absolutely should be in prison right now for manslaughter. Ladies and gentlemen, you can check on Donald Trump's own words and find that the entire narrative that was created about Donald Trump is completely and totally false. And that Donald Trump regularly and consistently on the day of January 6th called for people to be peaceful. Now, he said it from the stage and he said it on Twitter. I'm asking everyone at the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful. No violence. Remember, we are the party of law and order. Respect law and order. Men and women in blue, thank you. Please support our Capitol Police and law enforcement. They are on the side of the country. Stay peaceful. You know, it's very easy to manufacture a narrative when you can silence one side. This is what Stalin does. This is what they do inside of dictatorships. You lose your right to speak. You lose your right to be heard and to have a fair trial. And this is what they've done to Donald Trump during the January 6th Inquisition. They've silenced him on Twitter. These are real tweets. You can go to Donald Trump's timeline right now and find them. Le legitimately debunking the narrative of the last two years. But they needed Donald Trump to be deleted from social media so that you couldn't pull these tweets up and you couldn't find them. But facts are facts. And the other reality about this situation as it pertains to the left that I will not allow is to be lectured. We will not allow the left to lecture us about Donald Trump's dangerous tweets when you, as a political party, accepted donations from Bernie Madoff, Harvey Weinstein, Jeffrey Epstein, Sam Bankman-Fried. You, as a party, accepted blood money, and you haven't given a penny of it back. Your president flew on the Lolita Express to Little St. James, Jeffrey Epstein's island. That was your president, Bill Clinton, who was allowed on Twitter. I will not be lectured to by these people who elect dead people. Multiple dead Democrats were elected in 2022. I'm not going to be lectured by you. You've elected multiple dead people. These are these are people who are deceased. They're in the ground. They're pushing up daisies. They're worm food. There have been there were two Democrats who were dead who won election from brain dead Democrat voters and brain dead Democrat candidates also won election to the United States Senate. This guy won walking away on election night. Remember. I must correct the record. Uh, he uh, just a second, Mr. Oz. I do want to clarify something. You're saying tonight that you support fracking, that you've always supported fracking. But there is that 2018 interview that you said, quote, I don't support fracking at all. So how do you square the two? Oh, 
I, I, I do support fracking, and I don't, I don't, I support fracking, and I stand, and I do support fracking. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Federman. On sorry, the- Lisa, but there, there's not. This guy's actually brain damaged, and you put him in the United States Senate, and you're going to complain about Donald Trump's tweets about Diet Coke and Cher and Rosie O'Donnell? You're going to complain about these tweets. These tweets, which are right, by the way, these tweets are correct. You heard Donald Trump say it from the state, walk peacefully to the United States Capitol. You're going to weep on television while saying that the man who has brain damage that you just put in the Senate deserves to be president. Yes, they're saying that the brain damaged John Fetterman, who cannot read English, who cannot speak English, who cannot comprehend English. This man, Senator, now Senator Meat Puppet, should be president. Fetterman as a nominee at some point for president. Um, I know there's some variables, obviously, <laughs> but just a few. <laughs> but I just, you know, it, it, what he did in the in the super red, deep red parts of Pennsylvania and the way that he ran ahead of Biden, as you were saying, ran ahead of Trump. I mean, it just makes it makes you wonder about his future. It was a meme, and now the meme became real. So this is the thesis of the show. The memes are becoming real. MSNBC actually considering putting a man who cannot read English into the presidency. It wouldn't be too much of a deviation from what we have now. I won't be lectured to by you people who claim that Bill Clinton is a feminist, that Hillary Clinton does not have a body count equivalent to John Wick. You people that claim that Sam Bankman-Fried is someone that is a good guy because he donated to our side. You people put Joe Biden in office and you're going to sit there and complain and bitch and and moan about Donald Trump being back on Twitter, having the freedom that is guaranteed to him in the First Amendment? No. No, I'm sorry. I will not be lectured to you by you, uh, by people. I I won't. I won't accept the lectures. I won't. The ability to come down on an issue and to have any type of value in your opinion comes from you being able to weigh things equally, being judicious, treating your own side with the same type of scrutiny as you may treat my side. And then I might listen to you. And then I'll say, oh, wow, listen, okay, that's interesting. There's a lot of people of the left that I like to listen to. Tulsi Gabbard is one. Glenn Greenwald is another. Pretty fair-minded, all things equal leftists who judge both sides dispassionately and equally. Christopher Hitchens used to do this. Bill Maher is a guy who's doing this right now. Leftists who is a very honest arbiter of the faults of his own side. That's fine. We criticize Republicans more than we do Democrats on this show often enough. But you don't get the right to come through and criticize Donald Trump when you monsters welcomed Harvey Weinstein to the Obama White House like 17 times on the visitor logs. No, sorry, I I won't hear it from you. 
Adam Schiff was on television yesterday to this very point saying that Joe Biden, who turned 80 yesterday, and happy birthday, Joe Biden, here's Donald Trump's Twitter account back, Joe Biden is going to make an amazing 2024 candidate. Go. And finally, before you go, uh, today is Joe Biden's 80th birthday. Do you think he should run for re-election? Uh, I think he should. I think he's uh, extremely capable. What he's been able to do in the last two years uh, is an unprecedented level of accomplishment. If he wants to continue, I'm, I'm for him. Okay, well, there you go. Unprecedented levels of accomplishment. You heard it there. And all of it brought to you by Nancy Pelosi, who resigned last week and retired. But nonetheless, these people essentially view her as a goddess. This woman, they view as a goddess. The people who are offended and melting down about Donald Trump view this woman as a goddess. Be clear, you're not taking any arrows out of your quiver. You're not ruling anything out. Good morning, Sunday morning. And as a Catholic, I resent your using the word hate in a sentence that addresses me. I don't hate anyone. I was raised in a way that is full, a heart full of love and always prayed for the president. With all due respect, and you know, we've known each other a long time. You really don't know what you're talking about. Just when you think you've seen it all, the children will pay for the president's wall. He comes in with doggy do on his shoes, and everybody who works with him has that on their shoes, too, for a very long time to come. Ireland's sorrow and pain is now the Ukraine, and St. Patrick's name is now Zelensky. <laughs> we do not say open sesame. We say open Biden. That's our magic word. <laughs> open Biden. I love it. Open Biden. I love it. This is the woman who they had as leader of the Democrat Party for 30 years. And these people are lecturing you about Donald Trump being online. These scum CBS News saying that Twitter is unsafe and we're going to stop tweeting. This is a news site saying we won't use the number one news gathering platform on planet Earth. Out of an abundance of caution, these scum watch. And Musk has called for an emergency meeting for all remaining engineers. In light of the uncertainty around Twitter and out of an abundance of caution, CBS News is pausing its activity on the social media site as it continues to monitor the platform, Major. Johnson Vigliotti, thank you. You've never seen a more low testosterone, more soy-infused moment ever broadcast on corporate TV than that. Out of, an, out of an abundance of caution, we're going to pause our tweeting. Of course, CBS News continued to post on TikTok, which is actual Chinese spyware. CBS News didn't pause their TikToks. We have that. There you go. CBS News pausing. Oh, uh, okay. We got 3 million followers on TikTok, which is owned and operated by the communist Chinese 
CBS News doesn't have any abundance of caution for giving the Communist Chinese Party access to their internal devices. But we're going to pause because the memes hurt our feelings on a platform of 300 million active users, Twitter.com. Got it. CBS News, of course, uh, changed their tune there very quickly and popped up a tweet yesterday saying that they're going to uh, they're going to resume after less than 24 hours of not tweeting. (laughs) And of course, just to prove to you exactly how completely fraudulent these people are, uh, they have a one. They have a typo in this. So CBS News PR can't even write a correct tweet cbs news and stations is resuming its activity it's our resuming activity morons learn how to write and then secondarily this is the point the point is that they lost control and they loved the days when they had full control end to end of all the information and this was a power play this is a power play they want to get all corporate media off off of social media altogether because if you can just get people sitting in front of their televisions at night saying, yes, please give me some more. The genie's out of the bottle, baby. It'll never go back to the way it was, but they want so desperately it to go back to three networks and two newspapers telling you all the information that you need because they had complete capture of those forms of information. And it makes you wonder how often we were lied to. Even Elon Musk was memeing the hell out of CBS. It's delicious. This is the one that he posted, Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> Why can't I quit you? <laughs> The most failed hiatus, the most failed uh, performance art in human history, CBS News, uh, leaving Twitter for less than 24 hours. The hacks, the soy-filled reporter sitting there in a sanctimonious, smug a-hole out of an abundance of caution. What was going to hurt? What was going to happen? You're going to get some people up in your mentions memeing? Then you're gonna you're gonna stop. You're a news company, and you're gonna stop using the number one news gathering platform. We do this day and night, guys. There ain't nothing better than Twitter. Nothing better than Twitter. If there was over the past two years, we would have migrated to it. But for news gathering and information gathering, that's the way it works around here. That's how it works. Adam Schiff was uh, Adam Schiff was on uh, TV, of course, uh, and he was stating that he's very, very upset about Donald Trump's reinstatement on Twitter. Of course, watch the watermelon cry, juicy, juicy, seed-filled watermelon tears here. So I want to begin with the news overnight that Donald Trump has been reinstated by Elon Musk on Twitter. Watching the January 6th committee hearings, Trump's tweets were a big part of the story to be told. What, What do you think of him being back on Twitter? I think it's a terrible mistake, and you're absolutely right. As we showed in the January 6 hearings, the president used that platform to incite that attack on the Capitol. Uh, his comments about the vice president, his own vice president, put Mike Pence's life uh, in danger. He showed no remorse about that. Uh, he continues to lie about uh, his actions on that day. He talks about pardoning the people who attacked police officers and attacked the Capitol that day. Uh, and it contradicts what Elon Musk uh, said, that he was going to establish a council to evaluate this uh, and, and further contradicts uh, Musk uh, and his claimed concern about bots on his own platform uh, to subject the decision to a poll in a platform that could be easily abused that way. Uh, it just underscores the, the erratic leadership of Twitter now under Musk. 
but also the security concerns uh, with security people fleeing Twitter uh, and what that means for the protection of Americans' uh, private data. Okay, so security current concerns. I'm I'm concerned that a a human watermelon hybrid could gain such prominence inside of Congress. I am very concerned about that. Not quite sure how a human watermelon could be in charge of things like multiple impeachments and January 6th committees and so on. Adam Schiff is a weepy, weepy lib. There were lots of them. We actually have a live uh, broadcast, thanks to your support, we were able to put live cameras in multiple places around the country. Uh, we did have a live camera trained on Twitter headquarters when Donald Trump was reinstated. This was the uh, uh, this was the video that we were able to capture of the very moment of Trump's reinstatement on Twitter. Uh, uh, a cringe alert here, uh, of course, for your viewing discretion advised. <laughs> that was uh, that was, of course, the Benny Show's exclusive footage of Twitter's headquarters. The few employees that remain. The uh, special counsel was announced uh, against Donald Trump last week. There is now a special counsel in turn to investigate Donald Trump uh, for his Mar-a-Lago documents. At the same time, you have FBI agents leaking to The Washington Post saying, yo, there really is nothing here. This is all a snow job. All of it. It's smoke and mirrors. Here's the news. Nothing gets done. Why isn't there a special counsel being set up for them? Tremendous corruption. They're corrupt people. They're criminals. I've done nothing wrong. They participated in massive criminal activity with many other nations. And one day after House of, you know, what's what's happening, you, you take a look of, at, at what just went on with this election, which is so important because the House Republicans announced they were going to investigate the Bidens and the Justice Department announces right after that that they're going to investigate Trump. And uh, it's not a fair situation what's going on. And I guarantee you they get a fair investigation. This will not be a fair investigation. But again, I thought this was all done or very close to being done. These people are corrupt, and yet they go after innocent people under the guise of legitimacy. Over the years, I've given millions and millions of pages of documents, tax returns and everything else, and they have found nothing, which means I've proven to be one of the most honest and innocent people ever in our country. That's Donald Trump responding to the special counsel announcement. Again, uh, another witch hunt, Donald Trump saying he's the most innocent person in American history. And this comes on the tail of the FBI leaking to the Washington Post that they got nothing. So it seems as though they're just going to essentially shove this into the special counsel reign. They're going to do the same thing they did with Mueller. They're going to continue this investigation for five years. They're going to have it hang over Donald Trump as he runs for president. This is once more election interference. Election interference was also what happened on Twitter. Again, while we keep talking about it is because Twitter was used as the censorship platform for the most important story in American history, which is the bloody glove of politics, Hunter Biden's laptop. Now, even corporate media stating that Hunter Hunter Biden's laptop is officially confirmed and that it means huge trouble for Democrats. This is CBS News this morning. 
And as Republicans take control of the House, Hunter Biden, the president's son, will be a target for investigations. And that means data from a laptop reported to belong to Biden could be crucial to the investigatory process. CBS News has obtained its data not through a third party or political operative, but directly from the source who told us they provided it to the FBI under subpoena. And we commissioned an independent forensic review to determine its authenticity. Senior investigative correspondent Catherine Harris joins us now with what we found. Catherine, I'm very interested. Good morning. Good morning, Tony. These House Republican investigations are coming, and that could be a challenge for the White House as we head into 2023 and 2024. The laptop data we had analyzed showed no evidence it was faked or tampered with. Digital forensic investigator Mark Lanterman was previously a member of a Secret Service Electronic Crimes Task Force. There was one thing that got my attention, and that was a voicemail. It's dad. I called and told you I love you. I love you more than the whole world, pal. Can I get some help? That voicemail, apparently from Joe Biden during his son Hunter's drug addiction, is one of many findings Lanterman used to authenticate what is believed to be Hunter Biden's laptop data. You're confident, based on your analysis, this is Hunter Biden's data and that it's real? Yes. 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 Wow. Well, if you've paid attention to this show for the last two years, then, of course, you would know this because it is empirical and demonstrable that Hunter Biden's laptop is real. The only reason you wouldn't know that is if you tuned into CBS or other corporate media outlets that ran interference and hoaxes about the Bidens in order to protect them and in order to fool you. And luckily, because of Elon Musk and because of this new internet that he is creating where freedom and truth will reign supreme, we will not have censorship like this in the future. God bless Elon Musk. God bless you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for watching this show. You have your priorities in order on this show. God, family, country, that's what we care about. We are here for you. We're gonna stay free because we were born free and we're gonna fight for our freedom. Thank you, Elon Musk, the digital Moses of a generation. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show.